Welcome to the Insider World Building Podcast, the place where you can experience life in another dimension, told from the perspective of a visitor to that dimension. I'm Fox Keys, that visitor is me, that dimension is called Dunaree, and I have lived here since I was tricked into passing through an interdimensional gateway just after my 14th birthday. This episode is about Shiny Top and the concept of using guides in your world building. Most of it has been published in blog form due to my vocal problems. It is hard to talk to a stick. It is even harder when that stick can talk back. And it's downright impossible to deal on an equal footing with that stick when that stick knows you're too sick to respond. Shiny Top senses weakness. Since I lost my voice, that narcissist has talked and talked and talked. It's driving me crazy. It wouldn't make any difference if I poured concrete in my ears. That voice would worm its way through it. I don't know how he can use his voice like that. It's some trick of the dead, I suppose. The dead have many tricks in order to stay relevant. But at least he shuts up at night. But I suspect he only does this so I will sleep well and be fresh enough to listen to his babbling the next day. Why don't I stuff him away in a closet, you might wonder. He's my guide, that's why. And he's my friend. And you just don't stuff your friends away in a closet because they talk too much. Besides... His ramblings can be interesting at times. Ganhook now suspects that my spirit voice might be something else. He's hinted that someone or something may be attempting to stop me talking about Dunaree. It's a scary thought, but understandable, I guess. I am, after all, giving away secrets. Ganhook has summoned a healer friend to examine me. While this should make me feel better, it doesn't, because the healer has to travel for over a week to reach the city. Ganhook doesn't want to use a local healer for this. He didn't give a reason, but I suspect he doesn't trust them. Until the healer arrives, Ganhook has ordered me to rest my voice. That's why this podcast episode is short. I have, however published my first official meeting with Shiny Top and the meeting's context in blog form. This is available to read on my website, worldofdunaree.com. The address can be found in this episode's show description. Now I'll skip straight to the Strange But True segment. Executions are banned in the City of Bones. Actually, On account of the city being a portal for the dead, it was never a great idea to execute anyone anyway. On account that this could create some pretty vengeful spirits. It was rare that the spirit of an executed person ever lingered in the city. And when it did happen, it usually concerned the spirits of wrongly executed people. Mostly these spirits would drift about, protesting their innocence, until a spirit catcher was hired 
to send them on their way to the afterlife. One such spirit, however, took things a step further and changed the law in the process. Hannah Wavelake, aged 33, was executed for murdering her sister. Instead of drifting about protesting her innocence, Hannah went after those who'd prosecuted her. She started with the judge. The first rumours began when the judge's domestic employees gossiped about the judge going mad because they'd heard him rant and rave at somebody called Hannah in the middle of the night. Shortly after this, the same rumours leaked from the chief of the city guard's house. The story really broke when the city executioner suddenly took to drink and rambled on about Hannah tormenting him at night, claiming she was innocent. Turns out, Hannah was repeatedly visiting each of the three and demanding justice. The case was reopened. In fact, so many city guards were assigned to investigate, the crime rate rose due to a lack of guards on the street. The authorities could, of course, have hired a spirit catcher. But because of her behaviour and mounting evidence that she was innocent, Hannah had built quite a following, and the authorities were afraid of civil unrest if they persecuted her again. She had suffered enough, was the rallying cry painted on walls across the city. Eventually, it emerged in Hannah's sister had been murdered by her husband. To encourage her to leave the judge, the chief and executioner alone, Hannah was offered a role in the trial. And they gave her the power to sentence the murderer. While everyone expected Hannah to demand the death penalty, she insisted that a life sentence in the undersea prison was a better punishment. Hannah's supporters agreed and when Hannah also suggested that the death penalty be abolished to avoid future mistakes, her supporters backed her. Shortly after that, the law was changed. That's the podcast section of this episode's story. Once again, please check out my blog post connected to this episode. You will find it on my website, worldofdunery.com. In the next episode, Shiny Top guides me around Ganthug's compound and I learn about making maps. Until then, goodbye. Or, as we say in Dunaree, Dreavik. <laughs>